Hey everybody, welcome to Bald Move TV, the officially unofficial podcast for all of television and where we ponder the most important question of our lifetime, who won the week? This is a diminished week. Three three episodes, three television shows have entered. Only two will leave the ring this week because Leftovers is done. Oh, okay. <laughs> so between, yeah. uh, we, we had the a Better Call Saul episode, Fall. Uh, the penultimate episode of both these televisions. That's true, and, yeah. Uh, the the penultimate episode of season three of Fargo. Uh, what what was that? Agapio? Arapio? Uh, P- Aporia? Aporia. Yeah. Uh, who won the week, Jim? Uh, this is probably the closest it's ever been because you always had the, the ringer of the leftovers. Right. And they those were these were both really excellent yeah, episodes. Did, did the leftovers ever not win a week with you? I know they didn't win one in, in in favor of a Fargo week for me. Yeah, yeah, I think it might have been the Matt week mm, didn't win right. it for me because okay. I was All less right. than thrilled with the a good chunk of that episode. All right, um, but yeah, I mean the Ringer was always the leftovers. So these shows both had really good episodes. I thought this week, mm-hmm. one of them difficult to watch, yes, but important and also you know captivating. I mean it's. Even negative emotions when watching a show can be a positive for the show, right? And yeah. and I felt like Better Call Saul really hammered home how much we we should we should not like this character, yeah, as much as we do. Um, and then Fargo had a really excellent episode, kind of all around. I mm-hmm. think there was, you know, maybe um, some small stuff. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I want to try and judge this more as an episode, not as like what it does to the season. Yeah. Um, the Gloria developments were good. I wanted I wanted to know more about her since episode one. I've now got some more. Um, I thought the Emmett stuff was really really strong, and Nikki, Nikki blew me away this week. So yeah, I think probably this week it goes to Fargo. If I had to just go with my gut right now. I agree because you you hit on something about what a, a part of this job is how much you enjoyed something and sure. while I felt very strong emotion and I felt like that the Better Call Saul the the, the mani- manipulation of poor Irene um, and to a lesser yeah. extent Nacho's father uh-huh. was heart wrenching and I felt a lot of genuine emotion that that I might not even have felt on on Fargo yeah. Uh, it was not fun to watch. It was very brutal. Um, and whereas on Fargo, Fargo was a lot of fun to watch. Like this, this Nikki and Mr. Wrench traveling road show is top notch. I love the musical number that accompanies it. Uh, they have built this Varga character into a mythological villain Mm -hmm. that is, kind of uh, uh, amazing to watch and they are also um uh, yeah i don't know there's action there's humor there's just like you said the performance of uh uh ewan mcgregor uh, i think it's his finest to date and he's had a lot of good performances and some of it was like stunt kind of like twin camera trick performances mm-hmm. which i don't think are the easiest thing in the world to do when you're playing off yourself it's not even there sure but his his confession scene with gloria He's used to it, though. He was, was really amazing. He, he was in Star Wars. He's <laughs> yeah. used to interacting with things that aren't there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's. I, I saw him hug a forearm uh, <laughs> fry cook. Right. Uh, that that uh, and sell it kinda. But yeah, I, I think he just did amazing. Like that's some of the best work he's done in the show. And also, yeah. I think it's one of the best written pieces 
uh, in a season that's got a lot of best, a lot of well-written monologues. Yeah, when you talk about well-written, I mean, Varga stands yeah. out for sure. Yeah. But Emmett held his own in this episode. He did. And they set a, and it's, it's very rare that I don't have an inkling of what's going to happen in a final episode. Mm-hmm. But boy, Fargo is really delivering on that front. Yeah. But um, I also don't want to give Better Call Saul short shrift because I feel like a lot of the stuff that, that I've said uh, about, um, especially about not knowing what's going to happen. Like, I honestly don't know what this final episode of, of uh, Better Call Saul is going to look like. Yeah. I mean, the stuff they did with Kim in Better Call Saul was, I, I ha- I, my hat's off to the editor of this thing. Like, yeah. you know, I, I was always throwing kudos at Kelly Dixon mm-hmm. during Breaking Bad's editing because I think she contributed in a huge way mm-hmm. to the success of that show. And I think Skip, I think his last name is McDonald, mm-hmm. uh, is doing a, just an incredible job here. Um, the way they edited that final scene blew me away. Yeah. I've never seen anything like it. Yeah. Um, but I, I think you're right. The the visceral sort of negative reaction I have to watching Saul be Saul in the worst way possible is overshadowed by the joy I feel with Nikki being Nikki, right? Yeah, you're right. It's it's um, Better Call Saul is kind of a bummer. Now, it's intentionally yeah. a bummer. It's supposed sure. to be a bummer. I think if you've got a heart, it, it, it hits you in that spot. And that's not valuable but if we're splitting hairs between the quality of these these shows then i gotta i gotta go with uh with fargo okay um, fargo it'd be, unanimously it'd be interesting to see what they do end up doing that uh with 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 next week yeah uh do you have anything else you want to say or can i do interject uh, another topic uh i have not seen last week's silicon valley is that about to end it is. I think next week's the finale. Next week? Okay, maybe we'll do it next week. We'll oh, talk man. A little bit about that. Okay, I don't want to spoil you on it because, um, yeah, I can't say anything without spoiling you <laughs> okay. on it. Okay. Uh, right. I've seen the first six episodes of this season's House of Cards. House of Cards. All right. I heard you were nonplussed. Uh, the first couple episodes, the first episode or two, I mean, it's... I don't think I'd had seen it the last time we talked. I'd heard people talking about it. Oh, okay. Um, I, it, this show is ridiculous. And as it, it's, it seems like it's trying to be both an answer to what's currently going on in politics because they've got this, you know, stand in for Putin mm-hmm. who is taking advantage of this electoral, uh, you know, craziness that's going on with Frank doing a bunch of hmm. false flag operations where uh, he's, he's, he's stoking domestic fears of terrorism to, as in a desperate bid to, to, to cling to the presidency. But, the, 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 I mean, it's just some of the old magic's missing. Like, every single episode, Frank, Claire, and Doug goes in and swings their dicks. I, I know that Claire doesn't have one, but she, she, she does somehow. <laughs> swings their dicks in front of powerful businessmen, uh, political people, <laughs> just beats them around the heads and shoulders, and it uh-huh. always works. Yeah. Even when there's no real leverage that they have at this point. And that's that's the ridiculous part. The yeah. thing that's amazing though is it still kind of works. Yeah. It's really fun to see Kevin Spacey chew the, the 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 scenery. It's really fun to see 
Robin Wright just lithely moving from scene to scene. Um, it sounds fun to, to see Stamper stamping. I hear he's, Stamper he stamps. Is stamping out of control. He's yeah. trying to stamp over Neve Campbell, and she's not having any of it. He's also stamping harder, but delivering half as much. And uh-huh. Frank called him on the carpet and questioned his loyalty, which Stamper rightly rightfully started stamping around the Oval Office. He got mad. Uh Oh but man, just, I gotta, I kind of have to watch it. It's fun. It's just, but yeah. you're just gonna like, I, la- I belly laugh two or three times at p- things that I don't even, I can't even tell what they w- expect me to swallow, right? At this point, because there's just some really shameful shit, and uh, it's also, I mean, I, I, I don't know. Like, I guess at first it was really hard to have fun watching uh, a political television show. The first episode. <laughs> The first episode, Frank comes in to a heated uh, 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 a house meeting with all the, the, the House of Representatives yep. as the president and demands to them to declare war on terrorism. I saw that. I tried to halfway background watch the okay. first episode. Yeah. It didn't work. Just I shut because it off, he wore but... his congressional pin. And, like, there's just, yeah. just like – there's no – I mean – as as crazy as American politics has gotten right now, and it's gotten fucking bonkers, mm-hmm. there's just some shit that's still like. Can you imagine? Is it supposed to be satire? Like I, that's the thing. Like I I do not know what is supposed to be funny and what's not because yeah. it's just like Claire, poor Donald Blythe, who has been Francis's whipping boy since season, season one. one. She try. She makes him hit her whipping boy. And the thing is, is I in this latest episode I watched is like episode five or six. Uh, Will Conroy is that his name? Conway, the the, the other bid for president, the, the, yeah. the Republican governor is running for president. He's turned into like the fucking Phantom of the Opera, has he? And he he threatens his campaign staffer, like the the the, the Doug Stamper equivalent, who I think is also the CEO of Polyhop, which is the Google stand-in. And that, is that that's not the jazz guy, right? The jazz guy. No, that's yeah, the, the that's, that, that's the guy who's the NSA. Like he like he's the okay. elite hacker data yeah, analyst yeah. that's somehow Wait, infiltrated. No, NSA. not Jimmy Simpson. No, I know. I know. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah the, the 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 jazz guy looking weird guy. It's been a while. <laughs> uh, government issue face man has had a big play, but it, wow, I, I'm saying this. Uh, Claire took Donald Blythe and just for no good reason. Gave this speech right before he's supposed to go into the house and, like, marshal up a, a, a vote for her and says, you're spineless and you're ineffective and we've taken advantage of you and we've lied to you and you've been principled and uh, and, 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 and you're, you're dumb, just as dumb as your dumb dead wife. And that's like a direct <laughs> quote. It goes on this two-minute thing and he just takes it. I'm like, Who? And then later on, the CEO of Google tells Will Conroy, he treats him like a child, says, if you ever talk to me like this, you will never win an election again. I'm like, who is is the most powerful person in this show anymore? Yeah. Because it seems like it's this this Oribus snake that just – of power that just keeps eating itself. And Mm -hmm. now, like, like – you know, Claire and Frank went at each other really hard last year, and you know, then they broke up, and then they didn't broke up, and then there's elaborate sex death fantasy, and then they came strong another. But now they're starting to make it seem like Claire is plotting against him to replace him as president. Hmm. Okay. It's fucking nuts. Yeah, sounds like it. Putin's got a beard. <laughs> Putin's got a full on Matt beard from the leftovers now. Wow. But it's it, it's it's really stupid, and the writing's terrible. And it's so soapy, like, 
like I was even talking to Cecily, it's like the way this thing is cut and edited where you'll just like randomly cut away to Doug Stamper in bed with the, you know, person he screwed out of a liver or whatever, a kidney. Do you remember that, that, that plot line where the president got I, shot and he needed a I liver? Do. So he yeah. pushed the president to the top of the list and he started sleeping with that dead man's wife. Right. Like that's, right. that's a weird thing. And they, they'll, I just, it's, it's really strange. Yeah. No, it sounds bonkers. I, I kind of just – I wish there was a way to background watch it and follow the plot because the plot does it's get – It's impossible. Yeah, it gets too too twisty, right? Like, plus it's like so much – it's so no action and all dialogue that yeah. that's – it confounds your attempts because you, you can back it, but you'll find 30 minutes like, what the hell? Like there's two people I don't even recognize screaming at each other. And yeah. It's all it, – it's all relevant and I, I don't know. But it's yeah. just so weird because it's just like they, – they seem to want to put – Frank. Plus, there's this like the the line of the the series is um, Frank and Claire are plotting essentially destroying America and installing a monarchy. And Frank goes on the speech where it's like it's going to be Underwood 2016, Underwood 2020, Underwood 2024, uh-huh. Underwood 2028. And he keeps and he goes up to the 30s <laughs> and then he goes One Nation Underwood. <laughs> Like, how the fuck do they think they're going to get away with that? And I'm just howling Oh, that's laughing. amazing. But yeah. it is amazing. And, and Kevin is. Spacey, no one has told him he's no longer on a prestige drama. Right. He's still doing his Spacey thing. He's still thing. breaking the fourth wall. I think I – think, Wow. I think, um, I think Claire's starting to break the fourth wall too. Yeah. Oh yeah, like I think she actually because because you know in the last episode where they both looked that straight in the camera Uh and I know she's done that again. I think she actually said, I think she actually said something like, "I've been waiting to talk," and she actually spoke to the audience. I don't know because I'm watching these super late and half the time I'm I'm in my cups. Uh, but I feel like she broke the fourth wall. It's it's just Gonzo, but it's super inter- it's super entertaining. Wow. It's like late stage True Blood. Yeah, like this show used to take itself seriously, and you know whether it's a reaction to the political climate or whether they just this has gone on to my opinion this has gone on two seasons too long. Um, yeah, I just can't I can't justify thirteen hours right now. You know, well, the other thing is I, I can maybe a few months from now. Yeah. Late summer, early fall. Yeah. And and Hammer, Hammer's got this special commission on investigating the president. And he's got this up and coming hotshot young guy who's able to, like, get people to talk and confess. And mm-hmm. and um, he gets this he, he picks up something that Hammer completely missed about, like, this Rachel Doug Stamper thing and brings it to Hammer and Hammer throws him out of his office and fires him. Mm-hmm. Because he broke some minor, li- and I'm like, "What the hell?" He's got his integrity, man. That's all Does Hammer's he? got left. I mean, but he didn't break anything. Did do anything unethical? It's like I don't uh, know. I feel like that Hammer's problem is he just hates young people. <laughs> you know, he might, yeah, because that was the th- whole thing. Like he got he 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 couldn't mm-hmm. un- he couldn't ha- was it Chloe? Who was the yeah Kate Kate Mara? Is that her yeah? Name? What, what was her name? Zoe. Zoe. Yeah. It feels like that, like he, she, she manipulated him into calling her a whore, and that got him fired. Like he's just like he's so easy to play. Like I can't take him serious as a as a serious hard bitten journalist when so many people, uh, you know, I yeah, don't know. that sucks. <laughs> but uh, Remy has got you know he's won an Oscar and uh, for for Moonlight, and he's 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 too big for the show now. He's gone. So is. Uh, the woman who is playing uh, Jackie. Jackie, yeah, yeah, she's gone now. Um, 
the cast is kind of kind of is now all Conways and the CEO of Google and 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 Stamper and and Claire and huh. uh, and and the Hammer. Yeah, might be time to stamp that show. I wonder because I, I, you know, I'll, I'll probably finish it over the next week, and I, I'm I, next. I, I'm hoping to finish by the next installment of this, so I can give you a like a temperature about whether like it's finally dead or not. Yeah, but yeah, if you get a chance to watch it, anytime you want to talk about it, I'm up for it because <laughs> okay. it is it is hilarious. So, all right, that's all I got to talk about for this week. Mm-hmm. We'll see you next week for the for the final the final who won the week. Yeah. Will it be Better Call Saul? Will it be Fargo? Who knows? Winner takes all. Winner t- <laughs> Winner takes all the imaginary. Who won the season? Makes all the imaginary bald uh, takes all the imaginary bald move points. Mm-hmm. Uh but we'll see you we'll see you then later.